0: You are Locked On NFL, your daily NFL podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: All right, welcome to another edition of Locked On NFL. This is Wednesday with Tony Wiggins and James Rapine. And we're about to get right to it because things are about to get physical in training camp. Uh, yesterday, most of the teams around the league started hitting James. And we know that that's the time that you separate the men from the boys.
0: For sure, Tony. Uh, that's This is the fun part of training camp. And, you know, as smart as these NFL coaches are, right, you cover the Jags, Urban Meyer. I think he's one of the best football coaches, regardless of what he does in Jacksonville, on the planet, he only knows so much about these guys, so much about his receivers, so much about the men in the trenches and these running backs, uh, in his defensive linemen, and, and that's what you see is when you put the full pads on, you get to see the trenches, you get to see these young guys and how they perform. Whether it's a guy like Jackson Carmen or Penny Sewell or Walker Little or any of these rookie linemen, uh, you get to see them for the first time and evaluate them because. You can look really good in shorts or eh, not so good in shorts. But when you put the pads on, that's when you can really look. And look, they play in pads. They don't play in shorts. If they played in shorts, well, hell, I might have played in college because I would look really fast. It ain't, it ain't the, the case when you put pads on. So that's uh, that's certainly a big difference for sure.
1: So it goes two ways. It goes either up or down, and I'll explain what that is and tell you what we got going on in these segments today. But I have to tell you first about the Peacock and Williamson podcast Monday through Friday right here on the On Podcast Network. Peacock and Williamson is the truth, man, Brian. Peacock is an analyst. Matt Williams is a former NFL scout. They put it all together for you to teach you any and everything you need to know about the National Football League. Make, you, make sure you subscribe to the Peacock and Williamson podcast. All right, so – In this physical play, and when the when the shells go go off and and everything comes on, um, you're gonna have guys who play up, and then you'll have guys who will play down, and uh, we're gonna talk about the differences between that. We'll also in the second segment give you another quarterback update of the young quarterbacks: Joe Burrow, Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson. And we'll talk about Patrick Mahomes who threw three picks yesterday in practice. And then the, and then the final segment, guys who could surprise, we're talking in the first segments about guys who step up like last year was James Robinson. Well, who around the league could shock and surprise, and he doesn't have to be undrafted shock and surprise. I got a name for you and it's going to be a guy that's not a late round pick. It's a quarterback on a team that needs a quarterback to play well. And I think, He's played well so far, but don't bury it. We'll go back to the very top of this thing. Guys in practice can look good in shells, and you just mentioned it, James. And then as soon as the pads come on, you have guys that either rise to the occasion or you have guys that fall back. I think it's a critical area uh, for coaches to watch uh, because this is where you're going to find out who can actually help you physically every single week in the National Football League.
0: And that's the key, Tony, is look, we know what the stars can bring. And what a lot of these high draft picks can bring, but to me the the young slot receiver that you you know whether he's undrafted or, or this guy that you signed late in the free agency period that has impressed so far, now you get your real answer about those guys these special teamers that oh they flashed a little bit of potential or maybe they're changing positions i.e. Tim Tebow and I keep referring to the Jags right but everybody knows Tim Tebow you're gonna get your answer over the next couple of days with these guys and it's it's really the best way to gauge where specific guys are at outside of preseason games and we just weren't there yet so yeah tuesday was fun and uh it, it is going to be fun over the next few days and, and the, the thing is tony you don't want to overreact to one practice that, that's the other thing we are in this society in this day and age and i'm guilty of it too instant reaction oh my god it's the best it's the worst you got to have a take. Well, these practices—you don't know exactly what the coaching staff is working on, or exactly what the quarterback is working on. Like he may be trying to almost overthrow a receiver as he gauges certain things, and or, or try to fit it in a tight window, and it ends up being an interception. Like practices for experimenting,
1: and, and I think we're going to see some uh, more
0: experimenting now that uh, all these NFL teams are in full pads.
1: Two things about uh, new, new new physicality that I like. One thing you notice is the receivers slow down because when they're running. Uh, without the threat of contact, they run through routes, they run fast. But then when they're running, knowing that a guy is actually protecting that real estate, they slow down and they get alligator arms. And now that throw has to be better. The other thing is young offensive linemen, you have a lot in your camp, I have a lot in mine. They get tricked because now uh, the worst thing an older guy can do is try to go speed for speed, athletic, uh, you know, move for athletic move. And now they resort to the tricks—the head moves, uh, where the arm plate, the hand placement is, and getting leverage on these guys. And I saw it today. It's amazing how we never really understand the the acumen and the intelligence that a lot of these guys have with just little subtle stuff that they've learned through the years.
0: Yep, and and that's the again. So when you talk about these undrafted guys or these sixth, seventh round picks that look good now they're going to be really challenged because maybe they've played their way into the, the first string and get a couple first-string reps here and there, or even second-team reps where you're going up against these proven veterans. Well, the veterans are going to have the edge. And how do these young guys respond? It's one of the more interesting things of camp because every single camp, all 32 camps, there's a, a darling or two. There's a couple of guys that have stood out and will continue to stand out. But some of them that right now are uh, you know on the tip of our tongue that's going to change a week from now. And and that's kind of the fun part to see how it all unfolds. You have different sagas of camp, different stages. And uh, this does, it, it favors the veterans. And uh, I talked to Mike Hilton, um, Bengals uh, cornerback, little nickel cornerback that came from, I say little, he's just a nickel cornerback physical guy. He came from Pittsburgh, He signed with the Bengals this offseason. Talked to him Monday and he's like, oh, yeah, it definitely favors the corners because we're in full pads. We're about to get our hands on these guys. And, uh, and and see, I think that's good for a guy like Jamar Chase. Right. Or, or even a, a Tyler Boyd as he reestablishes uh, himself a bit
1: uh, in preparation for the 2021 season. You're right. I'll tell you a quick story before we head to our first pause for the cause. About two years ago, Quentin Williams, the defensive tackle for the Jets, mm-hmm. his little brother named Quentin Williams, who is. A, uh, a weak side linebacker here in Jacksonville, Tasmanian Devil, about 5'11, 6 feet tall. Reminds you of Dexter Coakley, the way he's built, runs like the wind, was hitting everything. I mean, <laughs> flying all over the field. Everybody was gonna, he was a third-round pick, and they were like, I see why they chose him. Well, at some point, the running backs got sick of him, and they started peeling back, uh, you know. He didn't see him coming, catching him from the blinds. And eventually somebody whopped him real good, and the whole crowd went crazy. And it's like, all right, little dude, you're going to stop all that running and hitting. That ain't the way it works. That, to me, personified what the first few days of physicality is. It's a learning curve for the young guys, and they just Mm -hmm. have to learn how to keep their head on the swivel. All right, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about some quarterbacks, talk about one in Cincinnati, one in Jacksonville, and one in Kansas City. That'll really make you go, pause, everything isn't a big deal. We had to really say that in Jacksonville yesterday because of Trevor Lawrence having a not-so-good day in camp. And it happened to Zach Wilson, too, a little bit. So we'll do that in the second segment here on a Wednesday edition of Locked On NFL. Bet online
0: is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. It could be... The NBA, Russell Westbrook is a Los Angeles Laker. Maybe you like Lonzo Ball and the Chicago Bulls. Uh, So you can wager on the the National Basketball Association here as free agency uh, continues to, to go and go and go. Or maybe it is the NFL with the season just around the corner. And maybe you like the Jaguars, Tony's Jags in the AFC South with Carson Wentz going down. Or... Maybe you just think that it's going to be chalk and maybe the Tennessee Titans handle business. Either way, you can find prop bets, rookie of the year bets, everything in one spot at betonline.ag. You're watching the games. You're in on the action. You're listening to this podcast, so you're into sports. You might as well combine that and make a little money while you do it. So go to betonline.ag right now. Sign up today and use promo code locked on for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. It's that simple. Promo code locked on at betonline.ag. You're going to get a 50% welcome bonus on that first deposit.
1: Betonline, your online sportsbook experts. Rolling along here on segment two of Locked On NFL on a Wednesday with James Rapine and Tony Wiggins. The overreaction of the quarterbacks not playing well, rookies and all. It it went crazy uh, yesterday here in Jacksonville. Let me tell you what happened last week. Trevor Lawrence had a a few days where he was like 16 of 18, and one of those would be a drop, and he was threading the needle, threading the needle, threading the needle. Urban Meyer cautioned everyone at the end of the week in practice and said, look, he said it Saturday. He said we didn't have the DBs offering much resistance, so we'll see how that goes next week. And Trevor comes out on Monday. Three picks and like his first five passes. See, told you. So there's this panic amongst some people. And of course, there's the, well, he ain't that good anyway, people. They want to come out and and all of a sudden give their opinion. But then leave it up to little old me to do some research, go around the league. And I found out that Pat Mahomes threw three interceptions in practice. And that Zach Wilson threw another interception in in, in practice where he was improvising. And let me tell you about the New York media. The Jacksonville media was like, it happens. Kansas City media was like, that's Patrick Mahomes. He's just trying to figure out what he can and can't do. The New York media called Zach Wilson. Dumb. That's just the, (laughs) that was a dumb throw, another dumb throw. That's the (laughs) difference between, (laughs) that's the difference between where you play and how they cover you, man, because. I saw it on on two different occasions from credible people. They call the kid dumb. That's a little bit harsh, but there's always this panic around training camp, but this is where these guys actually try to see what they can get done. For sure.
0: Especially if you're Zach Wilson, you're literally or Trevor Lawrence, these rookies, you've never played in a game. You're experimenting and you should experiment. You need to figure out what throws can I make? What throws can I make? And for Wilson, He's going from BYU to the NFL. This isn't Clemson, where you're playing against a bunch of NFL guys in you know in the college football playoff and, and practicing against them like Lawrence did. Uh, so look, experimentation happens. And, and even a guy, you're right, like Mahomes, he's going to tinker. He's going to tweak things. Hell, Tom Brady earlier this week lost it on his offensive line. Just got extremely upset because of the way they were practicing. Like, practice matters. Mistakes are going to happen. That's part of camp. Joe Burrow off to a slow start in Bengals camp. No one's calling him dumb. On Monday, he threw an ugly interception at the end of 11 on 11s. It's part of it. It's just part of the process. And yeah, he's coming back from injury, but if you rip a guy for messing up in camp or messing up in practice, like especially early in camp, I mean, again, when he threw that, they still hadn't put pads on yet. So, there are going to be issues. There are going to be mistakes, especially with these rookies. And you want them to, you know, it's good to not see mistakes, but you want them to make mistakes because every quarterback is going to make them every young quarterback. And so if they make them and learn from them in practice, that's much better than making them in a game and then having to learn from them that way.
1: It is. And, and also coaches, I think they want those guys to make those mistakes because they want the opportunity to say, they want to watch the practice. They want to watch the preparation between the day you make the mistake and then how you walk back on the field. What did he do? Okay, did he sulk? That's what I would be asking if I was Urban Meyer. I would, I would have called the quarterback's coach in and said, okay, yesterday we left practice. How, what did he do? Did he go watch tape? Did, did he hang his head? Uh, did he pull guys in? Did he did he go over this with you at nauseum until he got it right? I think coaches also want to see the progress of correction and and how – you go about that process. And um, because trust me, you're going to have to make that not only from week to week or quarter to quarter, you're going to have to make that from play to play and series to series when you get into these games uh, during the regular season. So uh, I think you're right. I think sometimes there's the the overreaction because every, everybody wants something instant. But I look at it like this. If you watch an old Michael Jackson video, do you think they walked in and did that right on the first take? Mm-hmm.
0: and And, hell no they didn't
1: and you know what mike was probably one of the guys messing up sometimes so it's what happens we just have a privilege of having a sort of a a front seat to see the process it's ugly man i mean don't you we love good food you don't want to see it when it's cooked sometimes
0: (laughs) that's a good point that's that's funny yeah because you're right you you like the the final product, but the the process of getting to that final product might ne- not necessarily work. And that's not saying all these quarterbacks are going to be great, right? Trevor Lawrence, I think he's going to be really good. I actually like Zach Wilson, and it's more about can the Jets put enough around him in my mind. But it it, it this is it, it's practice for a reason, and there are going to be mistakes. There are going to be things that they tinker with, and that's the time to do it. And look, I I think that. It's our responsibility as media to not lose our minds with every single, like if you cover the NBA, missed free throw. Can't lose your mind every time there's a missed free throw. You know, you can't lose your mind if there's an air ball in in practice. The same thing for for the NFL. If a quarterback has a bad day, all right. If a a receiver fumbles or drops a pass or two, all right. Not the end of the world. And, And again, point it out, acknowledge it. But don't say, oh, my gosh, I can't believe. Like, Jamar Chase had dropped a goal ball last week. Wide open, right through his hands. And uh, he acknowledged it and stuff during his news conference afterwards. But it, it was just so, like, fans lose their minds, and fans should. But the media can't with something that simple. you got to give context. And I think context is important.
1: Yep, I, I totally agree with you. By the way, I saw our boy Jesse Bates strip him yesterday, too. Our boy Jesse Bates continues to make plays we love jesse bates here on the wednesday edition of locked on nfl hey man coming up in the third and final segment i got a surprise surprise players that i think could pop uh, out of nowhere this guy actually played a lot last year but my surprise is how well i think he's going to play not the fact that he comes out of nowhere we'll do all of that in the third and final segment here on the wednesday on locked on nfl
0: Built Bar is the number one protein bar on the planet. You hear us talk about them all the time here on Locked On NFL. I love them. They come in nine delicious flavors, plus the occasional limited time flavor. And the best thing about Built Bar isn't that they have something for everyone or the fact that they're covered in 100% chocolate. It's the macros. High in protein, low in calories, low in sugar. Perfect for you, whether you're looking for a midday snack, a post-workout protein punch, doesn't matter what you're looking for. Built Bar has it. So go to built.com right now. Check out what they have to offer. And when you are checking out, because I guarantee you will when you see all of their uh, different selections and different options, make sure you use promo code LOCK15 because you're going to get 15% off your first order. Again, use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at builtbar.com.
1: And there you go. And we're back again on a Wednesday on Locked On NFL for our last and final seven, we'll hit this short and sweet. Last year, there were some people and some players that just popped out of nowhere. The one that came to mind for me was James Robinson in Jacksonville. Nobody knew who he was. He was like probably, when they brought 90 guys to camp, he might have been number 90 because he was an undrafted free agent. And what do you know? He starts for the Jaguars, uh, and they didn't they he didn't start just because they cut Leonard Fournette. They cut Leonard Fournette because they were gonna start James Robinson. Had over a thousand yards and expected to be the starter again this year. Who can that happen to? Is there room on good teams for that to happen to? Or is there room on let's is there room for let's just say a guy who is expected to play a lot, but for him to take a huge step and really, really spark. I'm gonna tell you right now, I read something uh a couple of days ago that the Philadelphia Eagles coaching staff is very happy with Jalen Hurts. And not mm-hmm. only are they happy with Jalen Hurts, they're happy with his accuracy down the field. Now, wait a minute. I always like Jalen Hurts, but one thing Jalen Hurts was never really thought about was an accurate downfield throw. If this continues and that hard work shows up and continues to, to be this way, I think Jalen Hurts could shock the entire league from where they thought he was like being traded for another quarterback to being a really, really good top 15 quarterback, top 12 to 15 quarterback in the NFL. Wow.
0: Yeah. I, I look, I think that they certainly, when you go get a, a Devontae Smith and you have Zach Ertz and you have Dallas Goddard and uh, you know, obviously I think Jalen Rager, it, it can't go much worse. I think he'll be okay. Uh, I really do. Actually. I, I his stock is so damn low now. So there are some talented guys around him, and you listen to Hertz, and he he sounds like a leader, right? He sounds like he's going to lead, and you look at his, his college profile, Alabama, leader there, certainly a leader at Oklahoma, might be exactly what you need. Look, these athletic quarterbacks are such difference makers in today's NFL because you can give your offensive line another half second. You can roll out. You can give Rager another half second to use that speed to get open or Smith to do the same thing, right? so yeah i think uh i think that's a good one I, I do i i didn't think about it like that when you presented the topic uh you know as we were talking about the show but i i think hurts why not hurts and and you look at that division he might easily maybe easily by the end of the year if he, he does what you just said
1: be the second best quarterback in that division i agree with you because we expect dak to do what dak does yeah but, but i'm telling you man I, it's just something about him that he has those, I always liken it to those Russell Wilson intangibles. And and what I mean by that is, you know, James, if we were going out to play uh kickball or stick ball or beach volleyball, you know, James, uh, you know, Jalen Hurts is like one of the first guys you pick because he's he's a gamer, that's what he is. And I'm giving some love to the Philly fans today because I know they're a little bit upset that Devontae got hurt, but he'll only be out a short time. But the thing is, for me, is I was interested to see how Hurts was going to be able to develop. And it seems, with a new coaching staff who didn't really give him a vote of confidence from the very beginning, it seems like the, the thing for me to watch is Jalen Hurts now goes from a guy coming into camp that's fighting for his job to maybe being the best player in the Eagles camp and, and actually being somebody that they look to lean on during the season.
0: Yeah, it, it's, uh, it's certainly reasonable honestly. And I think expectations should be there. And heck with Carson Wentz getting injured. And if you're looking for more on Wentz, listen to Tuesday's pod uh, because we uh, we had you covered here on Locked on NFL. But uh, yeah, one, one guy, I want to stick with that draft class now. I was going to name uh, a mid-round guy I really liked in this rookie class. And I will in a second. He's on the Jets, hint, hint. Um, but can Henry Ruggs break out a little bit? He was a first receiver drafted in this class of just studs. I mean, Justin Jefferson, and I thought he was overdrafted. I had Jeff- Justin Jefferson probably ahead of him. I know I had CeeDee Lamb ahead of him and Jerry Judy. And, and so Ruggs goes first to the Raiders. He's got a stable quarterback there. Uh, they need a deep threat to-, to emerge a bit. They they got the Brian Edwards kid as well as a second year player. I- is this Ruggs' year? Are you buying a little stock in him or is he a guy that you're, uh, you're a little worried about?
1: No, I like Henry Ruggs. I actually thought Henry Ruggs was better than uh Jerry Judy, not as a route runner, but as a guy in the NFL running a four, two, six. I I all he has that basketball players background. The thing with Ruggs is when I watched him at Alabama, they use him on a lot of drag routes underneath. And it put the ball in his hand and allowed him to run after the catch. When I saw him at Oakland, it looks like they're just saying, okay, you run a 426, go. He's not Randy Moss. And I think that sometimes teams don't use guys the same way that they were used in college. Or don't they don't use guys in the way that their ability actually s- suggests that they'll be used in the best way. So I think what they have to do is get back to doing some of the things that Steve Sarkeesian did with Henry Ruggs when Henry Ruggs was in college where they drag him across the field where he, they throw him a lot of quick slants and, and things like that. Sort of the way the Steelers used their, their wide receivers, the way Antonio Brown was used a lot.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because when he came out, his body type, that's who I said he reminded me of is A.B. But I'm not going to write him off just yet. I just think it was a little bit of an adjustment period. And there have been a lot of guys to go out to Oakland, man, that we thought were going to be good under Gruden, and they haven't turned out. So, Yep. All
0: right. One more here, and I'll, uh, I'll go back to New York here. Michael Carter. I think, I think I'm buying his stock, man. I like his size. He, he was good in OTAs, flashed a bit in minicamp. And uh, in, in, in that spectrum, the speculation is he's going to look even better in pads and again i'm not going to overreact to a couple of days right now just a day in pads but uh i like him as a mid-round rookie that could have a really really big season and by the way i really like elijah Moore, and i think he could be good too but he's a second rounder he should be really good
1: right but when you add both of those guys that came from big programs uh you're right and and by the way makai beckton will make anybody look good i think you could play on that offense uh, uh, around uh, Makai Becton, so yeah, a couple of names to keep uh, watching out for as training camp continues to ratchet up. Now you can take a real good hard look around the league, man, and you can really, really get that figured out. Uh, Locked on bets. Before you make bets on bet online, it's good to listen to the show hosted by man your my man your boy Q and uh, Sterling, my man Sterling. he he'll, he'll give it to you. Look, nobody gets these things right like Sterling nobody he'll tell you about the bad beats he'll tell you about things that you should and shouldn't do and favorites who not who should not be favorites should be underdogs so make sure you listen to the lockdown Bets podcast uh with your boy q and sterling and then uh make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcast right, it's cool wednesday edition man we're gonna go out here and check out some more helmet popping and uh totally gonna meet leather here pretty soon man we got about a few weeks before we see some preseason games and then a little bit over a month before we get to the games that actually matter. Uh, But what'll matter is you tune in tomorrow and Friday to Thursday and Friday edition of Locked On NFL, because this is your team every day. And this is what we do here on the Locked On Podcast Network. All right, until next time, for Tony and James, you guys continue to take care of each other, and we will see you then.